1: Listen up, kiddies. Are you
2: ready? Welcome to the revolution. Showtime. For over 18 years, your outdoor radio source.
3: I just found out I got chiggers.
4: <laughs> A
2: voice for freedom and the American spirit.
4: Makes you proud to be an American. A beacon
2: of hope. Isn't that fantastic? Live from America's heartland, the revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air now. Awesome. Awesome. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network and my outdoor TV.
3: On your feet, everybody. Well, some big news to share. What's that? Uh, less than two weeks to Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're all looking forward to it. I know it. Bill Murray called in, said, hey, it's coming up. I know it. So uh, mark that on your calendars. I think it is the second... Of February. Yeah, I think so. Like the lunar New Year's right before that. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can tell I've been reading the calendar. Not a lot happening today. All right, so we are talking what,
5: Jimbo? Hey, we're talking big hunts, big thrills, and big adventures on this week's show. Triple
6: B
3: is what that is. Yeah, we're gonna be joined I uh, here in like about forty-five seconds. Jeremiah Void offer, Mountaintop Outdoors. Gotta kind of recap. Uh, his hunting seasons boy went absolutely everywhere it's pretty insane yeah and then after him cat daddy the
5: Kansas catman's coming on to talk about some of the uh bait shops bait shops
3: he's gonna be going to he's gonna do impromptu seminars. I don't know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just, it's like a pop-up restaurant. Uh, then we're going to wrap things up with Rossi Morielli from American Air Gunner. Uh The guy's kind of taking the air gun world just by storm. By storm yeah. And uh, hunting all sorts of big game, traveling around. He even bags some really Boone and Crockett iguanas. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's going to be stopping by, but uh, let's
5: get to... Hey, we're going to get to Jeremiah Voithoffer. And... Of co- Did I say that right? No, not even close. Hey. It's it, Voithoffer. There you go. Uh, host of... Uh, Co-host of Mountaintop Outdoors Alright, let's just get to Jay
2: Big hunts, big thrills, and big adventures Are on the revolution with Jim and Trav Now kicking off a two-parter with Jeremiah Voidhofer, co-host of Mountaintop Outdoors on Sportsman Channel 7 7.30pm Eastern Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV This is part one And what do you say, Jimbo? <laughs> Hello?
3: Jeremiah was a bullfrog Was a good friend of mine! You said you wanted to sing that.
5: I, I did. I'm
3: embarrassed. All right, so just help you <laughs> you by Jeremiah Voithopper. I house with uh, Top Outdoors. Big J.
5: how's it going, buddy? It's going good, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, you're in the uh, throes of winter there in Pennsylvania. But, uh, boy, your season started off early with some pretty doggone good hunts, didn't it?
1: Yeah, we, uh, we had a good season for season two. Um, obviously, trying to match season one, I think in season one, I took uh, nine bucks Open younger, better, and 15 animals. So it was hard to uh, create an encore for that, but we did all right. I think we ended up seven bucks um, over 125 type. And, and I killed the biggest deer of my life with a bow in Kansas, uh, 175. That's this uh, this Wednesday night. And um, there were some new partnerships, and, some, uh, and the season's called New Beginnings for a reason because of the new feel we have out there on air. And we're really excited about it.
3: Yeah. Now, you know, in 2020, when you guys kicked this whole thing off, uh, you set out, you wanted to rack up a 1,000 inches of antler. That was your goal. You ended it with like 1,100 inches, uh, which is just spectacular, yep. man. What did you do for 2021? Did you come close to that? Obviously, you didn't take the same amount of animals, but I'm going to say time spent on the road, man. You hit the pavement yep. hard. How many inches did you rack up?
1: Yeah, I think we were on the road 81 days this fall. Um, and for the folks that don't know, we we pull a camper, and we're working guys, and we work a golf course in our day job. My cameraman and I, is what I say, is we. And um, we pull a camper behind the truck, and we just hit the country. and We did a lot of public land tags. And, um, I think we ended up right around a 1,000 inches. Actually, I was going to do a Facebook Live here uh, shortly and add them all up. i got to be close uh, because we killed a lot bigger deer this year um, for the grade across the board compared to last year. Um, yes, we didn't kill as many, um, but we had three or four 150-type deer in there to where last year there was a lot of 30s, 40s deer.
3: Yeah, you know, you're a fifth-generation hunter from Pennsylvania. Uh, and, and one thing yeah, we hear all the time, and people always say, oh, you see those people on Sportsman Channel, Outdoor Channel, or wherever it may be, you know, on, on my outdoor TV. <laughs> you know, I, I that's not yeah. the common, man. You can't go out there and do that on my budget. Well, I'm here to tell you that's one thing I love about you, man. You are an yeah. average, you know, like sure. Joe, I'm going to say yep. from 7 a.m. till 8 p.m. You got your day job. You bust your butt, but you're still making this yep. happen because this is your passion, but you have a full time job. So that kind of nixes that argument that people and I'm sure you hear it, too.
1: I get it all the time. And that, that's really where we pride ourselves. and We say that we're different uh, because we are the working man, the dream, if you will. And, um, honestly. Um, you can do it on the budget. And we do a lot of Facebook lives and social media posts about um, how I ran the tag game over the last two years. And um, actually to that point this year, great point. I I cut back on outfitters. I only hunted with two outfitters out of, I think I had nine tags in my pocket or 10 tags in my pocket this year. I think I hunted with two outfitters um, out of the whole season. And the one outfitted hunt was only three days. It was a Kentucky early season. Other than that, they were all leases or just hunting on public ground or hunting on friends' ground. and um, It's very, very much so obtainable if you make the schedule and, and hit it hard. I think I think people are afraid of the commitment, right? Um, if you have two weeks away from vacation, if you do your homework and plan it out properly, you should be able to take a couple good deer in that amount of time, if not three. Um, just thinking in my head by the way some of the seasons fall in the country, for sure – um, some things have changed the game for us. Um, number one, we had a great title sponsor come on board this year, Euro Optic. Uh, we're very grateful for their partnership and as well as Precision Arms muzzleloaders. Um, and I don't want to plug away here, but if you guys watch the show or any of the viewers out there that watch the show, um, we believe in what we use. That, that muzzleloader, uh, this year I shot four bucks with it. Last oh, wow. year I shot five bucks with it. Um, wow. when you talk about the primitive game of a muzzleloader, it has changed with some of these custom American-made loaders that, you know, it's not so primitive anymore, if you will, gentlemen. I mean, I mean the one buck in Illinois this year was 420 yards, and we dropped like a potato.
3: You know, I, I was actually thinking about this, um, which we'll get into it. One of your dreams was to hunt out west to take a a, a nice mule deer, and you did. Uh, but for yep. you, you know, it's like we're centrally located. You're way off up there in Pennsylvania. You know, it's not like a hop, skip, yep. and a jump away. Uh, and you're going right. to be in the Midwest. You know, chasing massive elk or mule deer. I mean, that is yep. one hell of a trek, buddy.
1: Yeah, we we try to make two week trips, right? So we got to, and I don't want to say we haven't figured out by any means, but from our maiden voyage, if you will, in year one. Compared to this year, one thing we did was we try to do two-week runs, and we start them, you know, whenever we draw the the western tag (coughs) early, (coughs) excuse me, South Dakota being one of them. I chased South Dakota public land um, early, and then I ended up taking my first mule deer ever in Oklahoma on public land in in rifle season. Um, and, And, you know, those are the sleeper spots in my mind um that people don't think of um such as in oklahoma or south dakota and, you know they're looking at these mule beer hunts saying I'll, I'll never be able to afford to go out west and i mean for for just packing up a truck we slept in a tent on the oklahoma hunt i mean i bet we had a thousand bucks in it i mean lot, that's attainable for a lot of working guys and um, that's what we're here to portray a lot of on the show that it's out there for the taking
5: you bet hey we gotta take a break can you stick around Sure. All right. Hey, we're talking with Jeremiah Voithofer, and of course, he is the host of Mountain Top Outdoors on Sportsman Channel Wednesday nights at 730
3: Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Is uh, season one on My Outdoor TV, Jeremiah, or not?
1: Uh, I don't think they have it up yet.
3: Well, they need to do that. That's right. We'll make a phone call. We're, we're going to call. Say, get it on there ASAP. <laughs> All yeah. right. So uh, yeah. to learn more about you guys and your partners, where you're going to be, man, uh, where can we find you on? Line, Jeremiah,
1: um, you can find us online at Mountaintop Outdoors or on uh, Facebook at Mountaintop Outdoors or Instagram at Mountaintop Outdoors. We also have a great YouTube channel at uh, MountaintopI dot on uh, YouTube. Yeah,
5: matter of fact, we come back, we're going to hear more Jeremiah and why he's my friend. That's right. But first, here's word for Mrs. Bunny don't go anywhere. Mrs. Bunny
2: is sexy and she knows it.
7: This girl is hot.
2: Mrs. Bunny is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV.
7: Increasing fawn cover. In the last 15 years, whitetail fawn recruitment rates have dropped about 25%, and that means spring fawning is crucial. To maximize fawn survival rates, good cover is essential. Pregnant does seek the best areas of cover in their home ranges to give birth. After it's born, a whitetail fawn instinctively seeks cover and hides itself. By increasing the amount of edge and overall cover habitat you give fawns, a better chance of surviving to determine if you have enough fawning habitat use the rudimentary tactic of taking a tennis ball football or any other ball and throwing it into the area you think has good fawning cover if you can't find the ball immediately you likely have sufficient cover if your ball is easily spotted that's a surefire sign your cover needs some work
2: The Revolution with Jim and Trav. The first choice for outdoor radio. Connect now at JimandTrav.com and get the inside edge on all things outdoors with archive shows, fire bust, Jim's blog, Trav's take, Mrs. Bunny, and a whole lot more. JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution
8: will be right back. The firearms that made history from classic to cutting edge.
4: It's this amazing
0: concept of a technology.
8: We've moved on to guns that fire 6,000 rounds a minute. Get an inside look at the weapons that change the world with host Joe Montaigne.
9: Go ahead, make my day.
8: Gun Stories season premiere Wednesday, January 26th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel.
0: High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com.
2: The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with big hunts, big thrills, and big adventures. Now let's get back to Jeremiah Voithoffer, co-host of Mountain Top Outdoors on Sportsman Channel. Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at myoutdoortv.com.
5: Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking big hunts, big thrills, and big adventures. And the big guy is Jeremiah Voidhofer. And this guy, he knows
3: everything about hunting. Yeah, Mount Top Outdoors, him and his co-host, The Hunt Chef. Sportsman Channel, all new second season airing Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you got to tell his crazy story, man. Was it Iowa that you got... Basically, you got run out of your hunting area, not because you did anything wrong, but because of an absolute crazy situation. Was that Iowa? Yep. What happened? Yep. Yeah.
1: So, so, uh, we, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a non resident of the great state of Iowa. So I had six points there. I waited six years to hunt the state of Iowa. Wow. And, uh, pick up a lease there. And I go out in the summer and hang my trail cameras and set up the prep, if you will, uh, on one weekend this summer. And, uh, we're there day two. We have a 190-plus-inch deer on Ooh. the uh, cameras, and um, I'm, I'm really excited because I think we're going to get a swing at him, right? Yeah. And uh, we look up in the field, and here comes a guy on a skid steer with a telephone pole with, like, a blinking <laughs> light on top. It's like a bad movie. <laughs> like, I, I, I literally look up my cameraman. I was like, well, that's probably it for this farm. So I, I get down out of my stand. I go talk to the guy, and I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? And he's like, we're subcontractors. We're putting telephone poles through the – the farm this week and I'm like not this week I mean can you I said hey buddy can you go the other way for like four days I have a really big deer laying down there I'm not from here you know I'm like 700 miles from home and he was like uh ah, sorry pal <laughs> this is he says that he said um look up on the hill here comes the construction crew and it was like a big bucket truck and then a, uh another skid steer with a bush hog on the front I'm like this is a bad movie for sure. And, you know, it panned out. It's actually this week's episode, Thank You for Instruction, because I text my good buddy, Greg, from Twisted Oaks. And I said, hey, man, do you mind if I show up in Kansas a week early? It's who I'm on a lease with in Kansas. He was like, no, go ahead. The the camera's been on fire the last two days. So we we pack up all our stuff. We leave our stands there with intention of coming back. And we jump in a truck and we drive to Kansas, which is two hours and 45 minutes away. We get to Kansas. We hunted Kansas this farm before we hop out of the truck, we put on our camo, we grab our azonics, we grab our bow, we run to the tree. We get to the tree. As we're setting up the camera, there's a little eight point comes out in the field. I'm telling my cameraman, I'm watching the deer's eyes. He's setting up the camera. And uh, literally, we just get set. We don't have time for an opening interview. <laughs> I said, dude, there's a boner on the other side of the field. And he's like, what? And I'm like, look across the soybean field. And across this 300-acre soybean field stands one of the biggest deer I've ever seen on the hoof. You know, my my saying is God had a plan. This little 8-point comes out underneath me and uh, gets up on a water break, and I throw a grunt at him, hoping that that big deer will see the little deer underneath me, think that there's going to be a rodeo right here, and, and he wants to rodeo, and he'll come all the way across this field. And that's exactly what happened. It'll never happen again. But uh, um, thank you, baby Jesus, for letting that happen that one time. I, I ran an arrow through the 40 yards Ooh. and ended up being the biggest deer of my life. Wow, um, And that's this week's episode. Uh, I hope you guys get to check it out because uh, you get to see some true emotion in hunting there. And you don't see that out of me very often. My my producer and cameraman both uh, complained to me for that. But uh, <laughs> I got really excited with that one. Well,
5: you know, the interesting part of what you just said, uh, I think we find out in hunting, we have to be adaptable. You, you got into an almost yep. impossible situation in Iowa and uh, turned it yep. into something that's really good in kansas but then went back to yep. iowa didn't you
1: yeah so we we um with the way i had that lease is i didn't have the gun rights it was archery rights only and uh, we were in illinois and we had four days left in the iowa archery season i looked at my cameraman and i was like if we're going to punch that tag we better get over there we packed up <laughs> almost identical situation left illinois at like 11 a.m went to the iowa lease we got there 3.30, we already had the stands hung from the first time when the construction guy screwed us up. We got in the stand, and by 4.30, I had a nice eight-point come up underneath me and oh. zapped him and um, watched him um, expire in the field And as a bow hunter. That was an exciting run because at that point in nine days, we'd killed three big bucks. Uh, um, two over 150 in that one. Um, so we were we were riding high there. Oh,
3: yeah. Now, what are some of the the fondest memories in times? Obviously, you took incredible bucks, uh, amazing animals. You
1: took an elk as well, right? I shot a Colorado bull this year. I shot a Colorado bull last year. Colorado's been good to me.
3: Yeah. What do you think, though, between all of the time you spent on the road, you do take your family with you a lot, uh, which is amazing. You know, you have that fifth wheel travel trailer you take. Um, what yep. is probably the biggest highlight? Was it meeting those cool people at the gas station? Was it time spent on the road, seeing new country, the animals you harvested? What was one of the biggest standouts of your 2021 season?
1: It's 100 percent the people. It's, it's 100% really? to people in the, in the 100 percent the people, and and the camaraderie, 100 percent the people. So South Dakota public land. Um, we made a we made a post that we were driving to South Dakota public land. We literally had a guy reach out and say, "I'm from South Dakota. I've been hunting here my whole life." why don't we meet at a gas station? And and most people probably wouldn't do that because they think they're going to get their, you know, throat slit or something (laughs) on the side of the road. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, we meet this total stranger at this gas station and we end up hunting with them all week. Oh, wow. The guy was just like us. He loved to, loved to get after it. He was a big, uh, big hunter. And, you know, things like going back to the Wisconsin farm, um, the places in Illinois, the, the one guy in Illinois, Tim in Illinois, Um, there are relationships that are being built here that'll last a lifetime i'm sure that um and and you know it's funny because we all have a lot of common passion and you see a lot of bad about social media and you see a lot of bad about the media but i'm here to tell you there's a lot of good out there and, and you can see it in a lot of our episodes i think it's episode six um where we where we meet that guy and we talk about it and it's uh it's a pretty cool experience. I'm excited to bring that to the big screen. You bet.
5: Hey, we've been talking with Jeremiah Voithofer, and of course, he has the uh, program called
3: Mountain Top Outdoors on Sportsman's Channel. Wednesdays at 7.30 Eastern Time. All new second season currently airing, and this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at myoutdoortv.com. And now, Mr. Jeremiah, to learn more about you, um, Mount Top Outdoors, the Hunt Chef, your amazing line of seasonings, everything you have going on. Uh, Where can we find you, boys?
1: You can find us at uh, mountaintopoutdoors.com or huntchef.com, our YouTube channel at Mount Top Outdoors, our Facebook channel, Instagram handles. Our both mountaintop outdoors. Check us out. You
5: bet. Hey, stick around, because we got the Kansas Catman, Cat Daddy, coming up next. Don't go anywhere.
2: Recently, we asked if you thought we'd been really awesome these past few months. You guys have been really awesome these last few months. And you agreed. So for even more awesome, check out JimandTrav.com and stay tuned, because the Super Duper Awesome Show will continue right after these short
5: messages.
0: All your hard work, the dedication, the getting through the elements, that thrill, it's really indescribable.
8: For Melissa Bachman, adventure is always in season, and the world is her hunting grounds.
0: I absolutely
2: love
8: hunting in new places. When you can get in the right spot at the right time, you literally just don't know what's gonna step out next. Anytime, anywhere, any season. Winchester, Deadly Passion, Sundays at 1130 a.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel.
0: High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com
2: The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the S.S. Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com.
5: Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking big hunts, big thrills, and big adventures. And we're going to be talking with the big guy right after
3: this. That's right. But before the break was who? Jeremiah Voitoffer. Voidhofer! That's how he says his name. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Cat Daddy, how are you today, friend?
6: Hey, doing good, man, doing good. You know, boys, I tell you what, uh, you know, just weather like it is off and on, off and on, you know, the, those fish, I, I just tell you, I keep shaking my head. i just wondering, what the heck are they doing? What the heck are they doing? Mm. So I just put up my fishing pole and uh, my bait back in the freezer and jumped in my truck, and I'm going from bait shop to bait shop within a hundred mile radius in a big circle I'm, I'm doing a bunch of Q&A's what do you think about that oh seriously yeah you that's gotta- great uh, they, they got a chance to ask me any questions you know and if I can, I'll answer their questions for them, you know, and try to help them out anything, you know, as far yeah. as bait and fishing and gear and, you know, just a smorgasbord and different stuff. I figured, oh, what the heck, I might as well get out there and roll around for a while.
3: Yeah, what do you think is the most common question you get but is also one of the most interesting? Like a misconception or something people overlook or they do wrong, what is that one question all the time?
6: The, the most popular question I always get is, What'd you catch that one on?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
6: I would have thought... What pound test line to bring him in on? Yeah. How long did he fight? Yeah. Did he change colors? <laughs> he, he's a <laughs> unicorn. You didn't know that? <laughs> uh, so, you know, know, flathead to change colors. You'll bring them into the bank, and they'll be a dark green, then they'll change to a high yellow. Oh,
5: really? Really? Oh,
6: yeah. Oh, yeah. As, soon as the air and the sun hits him, man, if it a sunny day... The the they'll switch over from a dark dark green from a murky bottom to uh, uh, to a, a high yellow kind of like that's why they call them yellow cats sometimes.
3: They must be like long distance cousins of the marlin. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? How they change? The color <laughs> yeah, when they show the colors. They show their colors. Yeah, that yeah. is crazy.
6: Wow. Well, wow. I mean, you know, hey, there's there's a lot of information out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me tell you boy, something now. Some things you know I still learn out there from old old, old fishermen. You know that. Usually don't tell the tale, but if you put them, you know, put the pressure on a little bit, which I know how to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, like if they say they got a big fish and I say, are you just pulling my leg, old boy, or is this the real deal or, or are you just trying to impress somebody?
3: Oh, yeah. I bet that <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> yeah.
6: They usually you tell know, me, "Well, just shut up and listen." <laughs> <Yeah. Or> you <laughs> You'll just, learn something, you whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah, or
3: you just happy to see me.
5: Yeah,
6: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I
3: think that is one thing, and and I can fully understand why people would do that because you know we sit here and we've talked to you for oh my god, cat daddy, fifteen years, you know. And the fish that you bring in, you you would think, like, you're raising the Titanic. I mean, these are monstrous <laughs> fish. And the equipment you have to have to handle that intense fighting pressure, um, That's a, it, it's it's really amazing that everything, the know-how you have to have and expertise to land those big casts that you do, I mean, that takes decades of experience.
6: Well, you know, uh, when them people get aboard my boat, you know, they'll tune it up and they got that 404 Zebco with that little flimsy rod on there. I just kind of look at them like, well, boy, you're looking for a really good time, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> a
3: Really good time with no
6: fish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh wow. You,
5: well, well, you know, the thing is, a hundred mile radius of Topeka, Kansas, takes in a lot of area. A lot of water. And, uh,
6: well, that's a lot of bait shops, man.
5: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I would think that you, there's so many stories out there, it's so like, the big story of the big city. But the fact of the matter is, you've got everyone can be topped, right?
6: Oh, man, let me tell you, you know, while I'm moving around here, you know, talking the talk and walking the walk. I get a little something free to eat at every bait shop, too,
3: and I just love it. Yeah, you can't beat that one, can you? green worms on (laughs) bread. What the heck? (laughs) Sometimes it might be uh, some dip bait. You don't know. (laughs) Uh, uh, Smells pretty good, though. Cheese flavored. That's nice, though, that when people go out with you, you make it seem so effortless. People have a great time. They catch amazing fish. You handle everything. And for
6: you, well, you, you know, man, we, uh, I try to take the stress out of fishing. You know, it's, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these people are guys, you know, and I'm not knocking none of them, but man, you'll get in their boat and it looks like you stepped in a uh, uh, electronic shop, <laughs> and, and you know, there's a bunch of lights blinking and flicking and going on, and they yeah. got this over here and that over there, and man, it's, it, it's just, you know, you get my boat. I got a depth finder hooked up. I have, I don't even turn it on half the time. Mm-hmm. My pole reader I got for the river, it's just a fifteen foot uh, you know aluminum pole. You got a bucket maybe, you know, to put your bait and stuff on while you cut. It's just real simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's the necessary basics that you're gonna have to have for catching the whoppers.
5: Yeah. But here's here's the big secret. You get into their boat, it smells new. Get into your boat. Smells like fish.
3: It smells like a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cat Daddy only has two rules in his boat: wear shoes because we pee in it.
6: <laughs> and be sure to bring your own toilet paper.
3: <laughs> I don't share. Oh my goodness! Do you have? I bet you have some very interesting questions from like uh, kiddos and stuff.
6: You know, because I mean, oh man, yeah. You know, they, they, uh, I had one kid in the boat, you know, and I've been I've been mixing bait all day. He goes, man, you smell funny. (laughs) I go, what would you say, boy? (laughs) He he looked at his dad and said, man, you smell funny. I said, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, I've been mixing bait all day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
3: Now, how many bait shops do you think you're going to be visiting?
6: Oh, man, this usually takes about a week, week and a half. Wow. And, uh... It's a lot of gasoline, a lot of different times, you know, and uh, driving in different types of weather, which I'm going to have here for long. And mm-hmm. I know the sun ain't going to last forever, but you know, I probably think seventy-five to eighty bait shops. Holy, Holy smokes,
3: really? And I'm I'm missing a quarter of them. Man, that's amazing. People really need to oh. be asking their local bait shops to see if you're going to be stopping by and when. Um,
6: yeah, yeah, just go in there and, you know, holler at him and ask if ask that old boy in the bib overhauls, they call him Cat Daddy's going to be in any time, to, you know, shoot the bull and uh, lie to him a little bit. <laughs> or, oh, oh to- damn, did I say lie to him a little bit? <laughs> damn it, man.
3: Luckily, it's opposite day.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: So also, you know, if there's not a bait shop that you're going to be frequenting, have uh, the owner talk to the owner and ask him to call up Cat Daddy. Say, hey, would you mind stopping by my place? You know, maybe this come a week. If you have some time, we'll set up an appointment. Uh, I think that would be fun. You That's know, right. Hold. Court. Oh, heck yeah. I'll be yeah. there. And by golly, I'll be hungry. That's right. Now, Mr. Cat Daddy, looking forward to spring warmer days, man. Uh, is now a good time to start booking for those later dates?
6: Oh, you're absolutely right. Now it's a really good time. Just give me a holler, and we'll get you set up on time and date, and see if we can get things rolling, man. You bet. I hope the weather's a little better this year. You know, it's, look, last year was a hard weather year, man. I'm gonna tell you,
3: this year's been windy so far. I know yeah. we're only like. Two hours into 2022 or something, (laughs) it's not very much, but it's been windy all two hours. Uh, It's been pretty rough. Uh, Where can we find you online, Mister Cat Daddy?
6: www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, and if you'd like to book a cat daddy to
5: come out to your bait shop, uh, send him an email at catdaddy underscore one
3: at msn.com That's right, uh, and this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine, also your fish. They have amazing fish products at himtnjerky.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we've got the American air gunner, Rossi Morielli. Alright, so Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless you. We love you, buddy.
6: Hey, you guys, take care. There ain't no other way to take it, but just you take care. <laughs>
3: That's right, here's a word from Mrs. Bunny. We'll return after the break with Rossi Morelli. Don't go anywhere. Mrs. Bunny's
2: Wild Game Grilling Tips are brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com.
7: Making smoked venison tacos. Start with a pound of tender venison backstrap cut into steaks and season with your favorite High Mountain Seasonings venison rub. Set up your grill for indirect cooking, heat it up, and add your favorite wood flavor. Put the backstraps on the grill and cook indirectly for 30 to 45 minutes or until the internal temperature reaches about 110 degrees. Then take the backstraps and place them directly over high heat and cook until they reach a rare to medium rare 130 to 140 degree temperature heat up your tortillas fill with the sliced smoked venison and then top with a tomatillo salsa queso fresco avocado and cilantro we
2: seem normal until you get to know us stay tuned the revolution with jim and trev will continue
8: right after this Chef Scott Laceth is cooking up the world's creepiest critters. Let's eat. You with me? No. (laughs) Iguana, hagfish, and wild boar are just some of the tasty items on this season's menu. I'm cooking smoked pigeon street tacos and whatever
9: else I can think of. That fish is perfect. It's nothing like you've had anywhere.
8: Hey, dead meat! (laughs) Dead Meat, Mondays at 8.30 p.m on Outdoor Channel.
2: Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings Jerky Kits, snack and Sticks, Buckboard Bacon, Finishing Sauces, Rubs and Shakers, Marinades and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Big Hunts, Big Thrills and Big Adventures. Now let's roll with another two-parter with Rossi Moriali, host of American air gunner on sportsman channel thursdays 9 30 p.m eastern presented by outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network and my outdoor tv this is part one
5: hey we're back we're talking big hunts big thrills and big adventures on this week's show and uh before the break we had cat daddy on board. did he have some things to
3: say about Having clinics all over the country. That's right. Just now being joined by Rossi Morielli, though. He is the host of American Air Gunner on a sportsman channel. All new season, Thursdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Rossi, you handsome man. You, how's it going, buddy?
4: Good, fellas. What's happening? It's good to be back on the show, man. I miss you guys.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
5: yeah.
4: I
3: wish you were more excited. (laughs) I love your excitement. I I try to be. I try to be. You know, one question I want to have for you, I, I do have for you, man. Is uh, with the ever increasing market of air guns and air gun hunting and their capabilities, when do you think the government is going to start putting regulations? Because right now, I mean, it's wide pretty, open. It's pretty wide open. Do you think that time is near or not?
4: Honestly, I really don't. Personally, again, I, I, I'm by no means a politician, but per, from what I can tell, for them to change like exponentially change firearm rules and move things into different classes and regulate certain things, it takes forever. It takes a lot of people, a lot of effort, and, and I just don't know at this point that they care about air guns. Um, I do know that and, and, and there are some companies out there that want these big bore guns to be regulated a little bit because um, the only real advantage as of now is Really, that felons can go out and 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 get them, can hunt with them, and, and that is a good thing because there's a lot of guys who have had made mistakes in the past and have rehabilitated it and, and want a chance to go out and, and go hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I appreciate that and I respect that. Um, but I, you know, I think that every gun company that's making these things, knowing that there's really that is kind of the Wild West, it's like that. They're just waiting for something bad to happen. And, and, and you hope it doesn't. They're air guns. They're single shot for the most part. Um, Everything's subsonic. So so we're not talking about not that they're not dangerous. They, they are very dangerous. Obviously, we're hunting big game with them. But at the same time, there's still air guns, and, and the majority of them you can shoot your backyard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from CO2 guns up to 50 cal, we're still talking about air guns. So where do you start the regulation is, is always my question. And I think that will get – I think that will take forever to, like, really – chop out
5: yeah well you know when hunting big game you know whether i'm hunting with my 300 win mag or or 30 at six or whatever it may be we always think about bullet performance does the bullet perform with an air gun does it mushroom what happens
4: yeah i mean a lot of that depends on on the on the bullet maker you know i mean there's a lot a lot of the, the slugs that we're shooting especially at the big game the big bore guns it's very soft lead they're all hollow points um occasionally you can get you know a, a, a thick chunk of lead if you're hunting something uh bigger i i sometimes like to have a a hollow point in the first shot and then something a little bit harder the second shot uh when i'm going after these bigger games uh animals and so they do mushroom uh you know you're shooting a 350 grain slug or you know 250 to 500 grain slug honestly and and for the most part you get a good shot on an animal they will mushroom and they'll open up to you know, quarter size. It's not a little bit bigger. Um, you know, th- th- they've got the same. It's not a little bit more power than than a, your black powder guns, your big bore guns you're hunting big game with, and a black powder gun. So th- they do perform, and they get the job done. Uh, and it's like every other type of hunting. I mean, I'll tell you. Sometimes I've taken a shot, and the animal falls in its tracks, doesn't even move, and just falls down dead, bleeds out, and there you go. And then sometimes. You know, you gotta track them a little bit and they, they go and find a bush and run off and, 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 bleed out. When you're talking about these bigger animals, that's really the expectation for me. I know the, I know the bullet's gonna perform. I know the gun's gonna perform, but I've still gotta put a perfect shot on there. Yeah. So inside an air gun, it's like hunting bows and arrows. We're talking like, you know, 50 yards, 75 yards, 100 yards at the most. And anything bigger than, you know, a whitetail, I would not shoot outside of over 100 yards. Because I need to make sure that my shot is precise because it's gonna take that big animal a long time to bleed out. Because again, if, even though if I get full pass through, I'm not getting that sonic boom that's coming through with the bullet. Mm. So it's not as much damage. It's just it's like a perfect arrow shot and it's just gotta bleed out. So it performs, but it's nothing compared to firearms.
3: Yeah, the performance of yourself, you know, let alone the firearm is a big one. Now on American Air Gunner, once again hanging out with Rossi Morielli, the host of it, all new season. Uh, you guys went all over the country for this season, from Maine to Florida. I mean, I'm talking iguanas, turkeys, elk, oryx, bear. Now, with this elk, which, by the way, congratulations. People have to hop online uh, and check this out. So amazing. How far of a shot was that? I mean, that, elk, that's a very dense, big animal. Uh, how far of a shot was it with that uh, 50 cal? The,
4: the shot that I took the elk that, that I ended up uh, harvesting was, uh, about 60 yards, 62 yards. Wow. Uh, somewhere right there, which is, which is, which is perfect for me. 50 to 75 is ideal. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see the show yet, but when we first went out, that elk ran up on me. It was like 30 yards away and I missed it.
3: Oh, wow. Really?
4: Missed it, gentlemen. <laughs> I
6: missed
4: this elk. This thing came out of the wood. I was with this guy. He's blowing calls. He's bugling. I'm like, I'm, again, I've never been in an elk hunt. I'm thinking it's all, it's like all, hooves animals I didn't know you could call them in like a turkey this guy's <laughs> doing calls next you know this this big old monster's bugling back and I'm looking at kind of a, a a set of trees and this sucker comes barreling out of the bushes because it thinks there's a, a hot little honey waiting on him and he's fired up yeah and I just I was trying to distance and and look and, I mean it happened so quick and I pulled my shot Uh, And we went back and looked, and I literally shot just under his kind of, like, chin-bearded area. Yeah. And, I mean, I I, I was devastated. Mm -hmm. Devastated. This guy, the guy next to me that called the elk in, could not believe he called an elk in (laughs) to 30 yards. Couldn't believe it. But... That sucker came out, scared the crap out of it. I'm not going to lie. You talk about buck fever. I got it. It happened to the best of us. <laughs> and I pulled my shot. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I did it, people. I've missed before it happened.
3: <laughs> I blew it, Buckwheat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Rossi Morielli the host of American Air Gunner on Sportsman Channel. It will be back right after this. Yeah, Thursdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Can you stick around for uh, part two, buddy? Yeah, I would love to. I'll tell you about more misses I've had in my life. <laughs> All right. I'm <laughs> presented by Outdoor Channel Sportsman channel world fishing network and my outdoor tv now real quick rossi before we get to a break uh where can we find you online man
4: Uh,
5: americanairgunner.com
4: uh you can find us everything in social media of course across the board we're uh we're everywhere we are trying to get air guns out to the world that's right
5: that's right more rossi morielli right after this
3: stick around
5: This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And
2: this is Travis falling in a dumpster. Connect with the boys on social media and always at jimandtrav.com. Don't move. The Revolution will return
8: right after these important messages. On Major League Fishing Saturdays, there's adrenaline in every cast. We got work to do today. And a pace that'll make your heart race. That's what we're looking for, baby. The high-stakes intensity of the Bass Pro Tour. Let's get this party started today. And the prestigious cups. I mean, it don't get no cooler than that. Followed by all angles with exclusive interviews and behind-the-scenes highlights. (laughs) This is ridiculous major league fishing saturdays it all begins at noon eastern on outdoor channel the revolution with jim and travis on the air with
2: big hunts big thrills and big adventures now once again here's rossi Moriali, host of american air gunner on sportsman channel thursdays 9 30 p.m eastern brought to you by yamaha's proven off-road atvs and side-by-side vehicles check them out at yamahamotorsports.com here's part two
5: Hey, we're back. We're talking big hunts, big thrills, and big adventures, and sometimes even big misses. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had uh, Rossi Morielli on for part one, and he is the host of American Air Gunner on Sportsman Channel Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time.
3: You know, it's really encouraging, man. Uh, I think you invited us or whatever uh, to be a part of, you have like a online community, you know, and you have to be invited, I think it is, to be a part of it outside of just your regular uh, social media. One thing I absolutely love. I, I, I did get one. Jimbo, you're not invited at all. <laughs> right, um,
6: <Yeah.
4: laughs> Rossi- plus one. Plus one.
3: <laughs> what I what I think is so neat is how positive you guys are towards each other, how excited you are to build each other up, to compliment each other, to help each other. That's so special, man.
4: Air gunners, it seems like these days are a different breed. I mean, when I first got into air gun, it was, I mean, to be honest, a bunch of old dudes. Uh, (laughs) It's like everybody got their gun when they were a kid, and then they kind of got rid of it, and then it's like they kind of got back into air guns the older guys got and and couldn't handle, you know, shooting 30-on-6 or whatever. They just want to shoot off their back porch or patio or... What have you? And uh, and when I started going to these tournaments and shooting competitions, it was just kind of all these like older gentlemen that were just happy to share and educate and uh, and and teach you these new this new kind of shooting um, genre, if you will. And it's just kind of gone through. I mean, we're talking in the past ten years, we we went from a, a 22 caliber break barrel to now 50 caliber PCP guns. I mean, it's exponentially gotten mm-hmm. bigger uh, and more grandiose. And, and I think that spirit has just kind of stuck with it because that's how it started. You know, Uh it was these little small groups of guys that were just kind of out shooting for fun and, and shooting tin cans and what have you and small birds and varmints and, you know, little game. And then it, it just kind of carried over to big game, but, but we, we're trying to keep that same, uh, same attitude.
5: Yeah, do you find that hunting with an air gun helps you tune up your ability to be a good hunter? I mean, we know that uh, you've got to get in close when you have a bow uh, or if you have bad eyesight with a big rifle. But nevertheless, when you're out there, you have to be a hunter extraordinaire to be able to take a big game animal like an elk like you did uh, with it, an air rifle. It,
4: yeah, it takes so much more time. I mean, it really takes so much more time. You've got to know the animal. You've got to know the terrain. You've got to know where the wind's blowing, where you're coming in at. You know, we do a lot of spot and stalks. It's so funny, right? We we have a 22-minute show. And so, you know, some people watch the show, and they think it literally took 22 minutes. Like, we parked, <laughs> and we walked out, and we saw the animal, and we killed it. And you're just like, you know, that elk hunt ended up being a four-week hunt.
5: Yeah, overall. wow.
4: Overall. And it was scouting. It was tracking. it was. But We just don't have time to show all that, right? Because, uh, unfortunately, in 22 minutes, the adventure is so long and, and, and so drawn out that you just you, you want to get to the action because that's what people want to see. But we've got to know everything about that animal, the gun, the terrain, the weather, what's happening, you know, and, and so that we can go in and, again, get close enough to these animals to take a shot. I could tell you my life would be so much easier if I had a 300 Win Mag and, a, and, and I could sit back. 500 yards away, these hunts would last so much, be so much shorter Mm -hmm. and so much easier than what we're doing. So, you know, I I love it because it does make me a better hunter because it makes me have to study the game more. It's not just, hey, let's go, whatever you see, you'll have a shot at, you know, just put your crosshairs on it. We're, we're holding over every twenty five yards. Something's different. The wind changes. You've got to move your reticle. It's not just point and shoot. And and so it makes it makes us yeah it makes us better hunters. It makes us better shooters because we got to be way more aware of the elements around us.
3: Yeah. Now you know. Let's say you have a two seventy. Okay, and you have your preferred optic on top. Uh, let's say in the magazine you have I don't know three rounds and one in the chamber. You know, with with your most people don't have a suppressor, but even if they do, okay, you're looking at seven and three quarters up to eight and maybe a quarter pounds, you know, for this setup. Let's say that sure. 50 cal that you had from Umarex. I mean, that is a beast looking, I mean, nice looking rifle, I'll call it. What does that thing weigh? Is it heavy or not?
4: Uh, I would say it's average weight of, really? a, of a rifle. <laughs> really? I mean, Guys, I got to tell you, I I shoot air guns almost all the time now, and so that that to (laughs) me is not that heavy. There are definitely heavier air guns that I've held. That one's weighted, for for the power that it's got, it's, it's weighted well. It's probably lighter than a rifle. I'm guessing. That Is it really? Really? Well, I mean, I, you know, I don't a, a wood stock versus that's kind of a it's kind of a polymer. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. stock. So it's so it doesn't have as much like wood and and, and steel. You, you, it, the barrel's thinner because it's not there's no there's no fire or you know coming out of it. there's no explosion no gunpowder so it's yeah I, I would say it's lighter than your average. Rifle,
3: yeah, because you used to take like those old bull barrel from Gammo, and I swear they weighed eighty seven pounds.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, some of those do. I mean, Hot Son's got some guns out that it's like, you, <laughs> like if you're if you're tracking your game, you, you better you got like thirty seconds, and your your left hand's gonna fall off, and <laughs> your shoulder's gonna go out.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that's what so many people think. Once again, the misconception of uh, air guns and what they do, uh, and the old school way of thinking about them. Is- is just totally wrong. Um, and you guys are truly breaking down those barriers on American Air Gunner.
4: Well, and this year, Umarex just put out a 72 caliber air shotgun that shoots a 20 gauge
3: slug. Whoa, really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So
4: I haven't got my, I got a chance to shoot it at Range Day. And I mean, it was awesome. Like, I mean, it's, that's what's fun about it. Like a 20 gauge, You hear, if you heard a 12, oh, they got a new, tw- you know, Benelli's got a new 20 gauge shotgun. You'd be like, great. Yeah. But like, Umrex has a new twenty gauge air gun. You're like, That's awesome. Like it's incredible how much fun it is and how much innovation there is. There's a new double barrel arrow gun It shoots arrows but it's but it's double barrel. I mean, that's just bad, guys. It's awesome. Air guns are so fun because they have so much room to grow.
5: You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Rossi Morielli. He's the host of American Air Gunner on Sportsman's Channel Thursdays at 9.30 Eastern Time.
3: And this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online and hop in one today at YamahaMotorsports.com. Mr. Rossi, again, all new season, American Air Gunner. To learn more about it, all of your airtimes, your partners, also, dude, uh, to join you online and just pick your brain and socialize with you, we're can we find you online buddy
4: uh you can find us at americanairgunner.com we, we've got facebook instagram tiktok you know all that twitter all that great stuff american airgunner and we've even got a facebook group uh american airgunner that you can you guys can find us and ask to join we'd love to have you if you want to talk guns, see air guns. we're able to share a little bit more information about guns specific things you can buy put out reviews and stuff there on facebook inside of our group so if you guys are into airgun hunting or you want to get into airgun hunting uh, it's a great place to start, and uh, we'd love to have you because it's it's, it's new, it's up and coming. Uh, you know, five years from now, it's going to be an all fifty state. So, and hopefully, we'll have our own uh, little hunting season. So, oh, yeah, you're ready for it.
5: Yeah, right. you bet. Hey, more Jim and Trav right after this. Stay right there. The Revolution
2: with Jim and Trav will return right after these messages.
9: I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found I, that I had medical problems. He told me that it was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to Balance7.com. That's Balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to Balance7.com. Use the code word L.
5: Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real.
2: This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week.
5: What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. We talked big game, big thrills, and big adventures, and I got to tell you something. It was a big show. Yeah, we had Big J Jeremiah Voidhoffer on, plus
3: Big Cat Daddy. He's and just then, cat daddy. And then bigger Rossi Moriali with American Air Gunner. And, you know, we always talk about uh, make sure you hammer home firearm safety. Another thing to do is really introduce some kids or yourself, your wife, your neighbor's uh, to the wonderful world of arrogance They're not like what you used to think A little red rider yeah. I think that uh, another great way to extend Your outdoor activity Arrogant hunting Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening We love you so much Thanks for your support Make sure you hop on Uh God bless you and the United States of America We'll be back Peace out